Monogamish contains content intended for mature audiences. The views expressed here are for entertainment purposes only. Please enjoy the show. We had a lunch on the deck. I was talking to my parents, and I'll always remember this because it's almost like maybe when I was coming out, well, I guess I kind of came out, where I was like, hey, I'm in a polyamorous relationship. I'm bi. This is also like what I do. You know, I teach Shabari at the sex club, and like they are just like, what? And my mom's <laughs> face was jaw dropped, just like, what? And I, like my dad's like, oh, what's Shabari? And like, just looking at his phone, like. <laughs> Just got done recording another great episode for you with oh, our besties. Yes. Oh, yeah. Brandon, Brandon and Danielle. Yes. PCG. Yep. PCG. PCG. Oh, they were awesome. Oh, man. I love them. They're, I do, too. Dude, some of my favorite people. Oh, my I, God. The, Danielle was just so beautiful. Not just, like, sexy, but she just glowed. Yes. Her face looked sculpted. Oh, like, dude. She's gorgeous. Dude. Oh, it was dude. a pleasure to just even be, like, where I was, mm-hmm. you know, it was a privilege to just be at my computer <laughs> in her presence. Dude, Brendan is such a fucking gorgeous soul too, man. That's yeah. Like he is so fucking, he is the man. His shirt. Oh man, uh, that awesome. shirt. No oh, man. Great the, Christmas present. The penis light trap. Yep. Uh-huh. Not penis. That's <laughs> <laughs> what it was. I, I mean, guess it was a I guess it's a penis. Yeah, it's a vagina. It's a vagina. It's yeah. a penis flytrap. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. You'll, you'll see in a bit. Oh, my gosh. So real talk. I love, because we don't stress this enough on our show, You in the lifestyle, what we've learned from just interviewing people and talking to people all through all the years mm-hmm. is you should always go at the pace of the slowest person. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he does that so well because mm-hmm. you guys will see in the show, uh, Brendan's been in the lifestyle a long time. He's you know, he's a burner. He's been around the scene. He's into the kink world, the BDSM. He's in a lot of things. And he brought into this, you know, on the show, his partner, Danielle, is brand new to this. You mm-hmm. know, came from a monogamous background, didn't have, you know, had a high sex drive and knew her sexuality but didn't get exposed to all the different things that brendan is bringing into her world mm-hmm. oh and my so, god and there's so many things yes he, said, hey. he has a <laughs> what, list of kinks what, yeah what don't i like <laughs> yeah <laughs> that, that, that's the shorter list okay right. okay <laughs> and so it was awesome to see how he went at her pace and mm-hmm. how he's continuing to do that and making sure that he checks in with her and are you comfortable with learning this and are you comfortable with exploring you know this kink or going to this type of uh, venue or this type of club and he's really allowing her to openly express her feelings and and say I'm not comfortable with that or I am and accepting it so mm-hmm. I really like that because it's important in the lifestyle Absolutely. if you force somebody into it it's going to end up in a disaster it's going to explode Honestly. yes so it's an awesome episode yes. yes I'm really looking forward to it and I think you guys are going to like it too so grab some drinks Grab some weed, uh. sit back, listen, and enjoy the next episode. And if you want to support us, please head over to our website, monogamishpodcast.com. And how can they support us, baby? Oh, man. If they want to do a one-time uh, donation, cash app, uh, which is the Monogamish Podcast, all one word. No dashes. No dashes. Um, and if you want to do you know, a continuing thing, we also have a Patreon. Oh, yeah. And you're going to love Brendan and Danielle's Couch Confessional. So Ooh, definitely yes. go over and check out our Patreon where you can hear that spicy story. Mm. <laughs> Otherwise, you guys enjoy the show. Have a great day. Hi, Ishes. I'm Justina. And I'm Kenji. And we're, we're monogamish. <laughs> Welcome to another great show. I'm I excited. know. I know. Do awesome couple. I know. And we know them. They're they're part of our PCG. Yeah. Hell yeah. They are For sure. fam to us. Th- yes. Fucking A. Uh-huh. <laughs> so Brendan and Danielle, thank uh, you for coming. I thank know. you for thank finally you. making it on our show <laughs> and gonna, blessing us with your presence. I was just going to say that, man. Finally. After all this time, yeah. you right. know, we finally linked yeah. up. <laughs> so... Let's start from the beginning. Brendan, tell us a little bit about yourself. Start with um, your sexuality preference and who this beautiful lady to your left is. Oh. Right. All right. Uh, <laughs> My left. All, all, uh, oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> all, all, the, all the things. Uh, well, um, 
Yeah, I guess uh, if you want to define what I am, um, I'm a bi, switch, uh, sapiosexual man. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Um, you got it nailed. You yeah, know exactly no, I, what you are. Yes. <laughs> I, yeah, I've been in, in, in a bit and figured. I think I, f- I think I figured it out. I don't know. Maybe that might change. You know, it's constantly evolving. But uh, at this point, that's what I am. So. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And then who who is this? This is my lovely lady, Danielle. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you wanna? Yeah, sure. Um, I would say for the most part. Brendan's definitely introduced me into the lifestyle and previous relationships. I've always been, um, you know, just with one partner. Um, I feel like monaga ish is a perfect way to describe kind of how my viewpoint is on future relationships and all of that too. So I definitely appreciate that because I feel like deep down, I don't know, people maybe aren't supposed to be with one person for all of their life or sexually for with one person for all of their life. So kind of figuring it out as I go along and pushing my limits, but also like knowing what my boundaries are and trying to stay true to myself. So figuring it out as I go along, really. I, I love it. I was going to say, and that's how everybody does it. Yeah. Right. You know, mm-hmm. nobody just goes, okay, cool. You know, first day, this is what it is. Yeah. You know? And, mm-hmm. Or even yeah. after well, several years. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, it sounded like I was very yeah. confident in that, but honestly, like, you know, like that could change. You know, <laughs> right. I, could, Absolutely. I could figure out like, oh, well, you know. Maybe I want to be a woman now. I, I don't. I don't think that's gonna change. But but, dude, and even if sure. it does, who cares? Yeah, like yeah. it's yeah. cool. You know, especially mm-hmm. in this community, everybody will be like, "All right, cool." Yeah, yeah. That's what's nice about it. So, so how did you originally find the community? Then what 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 brought you to here? Ah, <sighs> uh, this is this is quite the story. But uh, I guess it started. Um, hmm. How did I get into the community, as in the king community, as in the you know, lifestyle, spring community, lifestyle? Um, yeah, how did you get introduced to it? Just like first thing. Oh, okay. Uh, well, that led you to the second. Well, I was, I was raised Christian, and uh, I was in a Bible study when I was in high school. I was very like, like you know, it was. So your parents were monogamous. And- yes, very. Mm-hmm. And it was. It, I wasn't able to watch porn. I wasn't able to do any of that. Like I didn't. I had to steal my dad's Playboys to like see in naked girls for like until I was almost eighteen. So it was just, it was it was repressed in that way, and so I think that really led me into just seeking that after like the gates opened. I was free. I was able to do whatever, and um, so I, you know, I've always had also very curious, explorative personality, and I explored, and uh, (laughs) and so that uh that happened actually from uh it was a tinder um date that uh me and uh my best friend from home uh were on we had a group tinder before group tinder existed because okay. we were best friends and we were both single for the first time in our lives and we're like well let's put like this group tinder together and like have people come and and um you know uh i guess it was great because girls were comfortable they could go with their girlfriends would be this blind double date and honestly the hardest part was like do you like her do you like her who you know who gets who and anyways <laughs> so um but we also actually had a lot of girls like hey do you want to together you know me like and, oh wow and so oh yeah okay. so okay. We, we had to have a conversation again be like are you cool with doing this with this girl and like i'm really good friends with him and that was i guess the start of you know exploring sort of that world um, and, uh, so there's this girl that was, uh, interested in, um, she lived down the street and she's like, Hey, like, you know, we can come over and we were both having lunch at the time. And she's just down the street. She's like, Oh, I'll come over right now if you're free. And, and so we're like eating lunch, she comes over and, um, well, within the first 15 minutes, like, uh, we found a lot of, a lot about her. And, uh, what I mean by that is that she, uh, she was talking about all these piercings. She's like, oh, yeah, I got my, my, my pussy pierced. And we're like, oh, really? Like, what's that like? And she's like, well, it would be easier if I just showed you. And so within the first 15 minutes of me and this girl, she, like, lifts up her skirt, shows us uh, her pussy that's pierced, and it's, like, got three rings on each side. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah, it was it was, it was was pretty intense. And uh, it was the first time I saw, like, a piercing that was a functional piercing because she can put a chain or, like, a, a cable through it yes. and lock mm-hmm. a pussy shut. Yeah. Oh, oh wow! Yeah, and it was just like, wow! Oh. All right, like, mm-hmm. and it was, it was not a, you know, it was just, just another afternoon, but like, didn't expect <laughs> out of that to happen. And well, just anyways. another off- afternoon with a pussy lock. Yeah, yeah right? exactly. Yeah, and so that was the introduction to that, and it turned out she was a mediator for the Minneapolis kink community, and oh, wow. um, so then that's how I got involved with that, and like 
learning more about kink, learning more about BDSM and all these other avenues. And um, so it turned out like the, the community there was, it was pretty, you know, it was uh, very accepting. And um, that's where I started. And I moved out here and, um, you know, learned about the ranch through Fet Life and um, through someone um, from Fet Life. And now then, yeah. And I think that then opened up more doors and, um, like I said, I have a very, uh, very curious personality, and I love trying new things and exploring, which is why I'm Switch, which is why I'm Bi, which is why, you know, I've got a lot of things I've done now, and so it's, um, you know, it's opened up the doors to a lot of new things, and um, I love showing people, you know, <laughs> um, you know, just new things, and that's one of my favorite things to do and open um, doors to, so... Yeah, I guess that's the short, long story. I don't know. <laughs> so. so before, you had been completely monogamous. Mm -hmm. And had you been in long-term relationships? Had you dated frequently? Yeah. Um, technically, I'm still married in the country of Peru. Okay. I uh, got married for a visa, that whole, and currently in a divorce, <laughs> which is really interesting to be like, oh, I'm, yeah, a divorcee, or going to be uh -huh. um but yeah just been in relationships um the longest relationship i've ever been in is four years so i was married for three years and then before that was in a relationship for four years and would you say it was like mostly vanilla sex in terms of your i mean romantic part sure yes um, I've always been curious, like definitely played with girls in high school and had some of those experience and like tried some anal stuff in high school and was like, okay, wait, no, like maybe this isn't for me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like just like was like a spur of the moment and like wasn't done properly, you know? Oh yeah. So, um, I've tried it and like I lived abroad for a long time and when I was in Germany got really used to being like at nude beaches and nudity and stuff like that doesn't intimidate me. Um, so I feel <laughs> like that was always an interesting, like, I remember once going in Germany to a nude beach with my boyfriend's like, take your top off, you know, take your bombs off too, let it all out. And I was like, yeah. And I remember being in the beach, just the sand, you know, <laughs> like, like a starfish. And I was like, this is great. This is liberating. Americans should try this. Uh, yeah, you know? right? <laughs> yeah. Only they knew. Right? Um, so like for the most part vanilla, but I have a very strong sex drive, I would say. So. Like, it's, it's rare for me not to have sex, like, for a week, at least, you know. So, right. oh. so then mm. you met Brendan. Yes. <laughs> and everything opened up. Sure. Um, yeah. So mm. were you receptive to it right away, or how did you guys talk about it? Um, so when we first met, a good friend of mine, she, backstory, she introduced us. She sat next to Brendan on a flight going to Costa Rica. Oh, wow. And when I moved back to Denver, um, I was back in contact with all my American friends. I was like, hey, you know, this is one person in Denver that I know who's a burner. This is somebody I think you should meet up with. So she introduced us online, and then we met. And I wasn't really thinking of a date when I first met, when we went out. And I felt like he kind of treated it as, and he, like, laid it on me, like, I'm polyamorous, yeah, bisexual, like, like, all this shit. And I was yeah. like... I thought we were gonna be friends. Like, yeah. <laughs> all right, cool. it was a bit. It was, um, it was yeah. So, do you regret that? No, I mean, I, no, I, I, I honestly would rather just put it out there on the table, just be blunt, you know. And yes. like, it's, it's easier because honestly, like, yeah, I've sure code things or I've not said this, but then later on, it's a problem, and then it's a waste of my time. So it's just like, might as well just here's my cards, and boom. If you, if you like those cards, or if you can deal with them, then great. Mm -hmm. If not, and I mean, yeah, we were just friends for a while, and you know, waited um, to to do anything for a while too. I was like, well, this person's like someone who, like, it's not just gonna be one night stand or like do this. It, there's more. There's there's layers here, and I want to explore those layers first. So mm -hmm. nice. Yeah. So how long before you guys actually like got together? Got together? Well, that define what that is. Oh, okay, what? okay. That then, like, hmm. became an item, you know, actually had a, had a connect, you oh, know. An official connect. Official. <laughs> a couple months? Yeah. Yeah. That sounds about months, right. Yeah. Uh -huh. it was, yeah. It took some time. Mm -hmm. But it was, nice. yeah. Well worth it, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was, uh, yeah. Definitely, like, yeah, much stronger connection because of that mm -hmm. time, too. Like, right. It wasn't just, uh, you know, pff, uh, well, I don't know if this is going to work. And it, 
it's 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 it was it's so much better to wait for things sometimes and just to like get to know someone a lot more and i think that's one of the things that we've been dealing with is just couples that are just like oh like sex this is what we're gonna do and like immediately immediately yeah. right. because you're in the lifestyle and it's, right. it's just it's 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 like no like let's get to know each other mm-hmm. and like see you know, if there's oh a connection God. see yeah. if there's a connection mm-hmm. in chemistry and mm-hmm. you know and that's uh i think one of the things that um yeah that relates to this so that that, that could be like a tough you know, tricky part sometimes, you know, because mm-hmm. especially we meet quite a few couples and they're just like, hey, how's it going? You ready to go? What? Like, well, it's not like that. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. just because we're here, it doesn't mean we're just like ready to hear to fuck right now. Yeah. yeah. You know, come on now. Mm-hmm. Can we have a conversation? Yeah. Can I know yeah. your name? Can I know your name? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, there, exactly. There's 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 places you can go, and it's just like I don't know your name. Let's fuck. And mm-hmm. then there's other right. places that uh, you know. And then we're both like more about the connection, more about the you know like demisexual or uh, sexual or like whatever. I get to know you first, and mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. you know who you are, and like have that emotional connection, kind of where we can you know move. Like this is worth me giving me to you, you know, right. versus mm-hmm. just like let's fuck and. You know, and just like, all right, I'm done. You know, let's move on to another. It's it's more than that to me, at least in her. But Mm -hmm. so, how did you start introducing? You guys are building your foundation Mm -hmm. together as a couple. Yeah. And how long did you wait before you started dipping your toes in the lifestyle or in the kink community? Like, I'd say maybe like five or six months into us dating and he took me to the ranch for the first time well i guess technically one of them would have been an office party okay where i didn't know he was just like hey do you want to go to an office party and i show up and it's like (laughs) oh my god you were one of those you motherfucker (laughs) didn't tell me anything so so she's thinking oh this is formal and (laughs) yes yes and And we're going to his work thing yeah totally i mean at the time i did work there and it was the office but uh i i don't know fucking guy yeah this fucking guy I didn't. <laughs> he failed to mention that there'd be sex swings involved. Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, you know, a Sibian or two. But yeah. <laughs> it wasn't like it was, I mean, it was pretty tame. It was, sure. Yeah. Then yeah. it was pretty tame. It wasn't. Uh, and I knew. Kind of, I knew kind of like I was gonna be like that. Sure. It was, but uh, you could have told me. Yeah. Like, yeah. I still would have like shown love, up, but right. I would have like had a different. Yeah. Like wouldn't have been so surprised. <laughs> like, oh shit. Okay. Yeah. yeah well, Everybody's in laundry and right, I'm in a like, business suit. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but it's also like I, so, I kind of did it on purpose just because you know it's, it is fun mm-hmm. sometimes to surprise you, and you that's one reason why you like me. But uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. we'll say that uh, <laughs> surprise sex, sex queen. So were you surprised? Oh, shit. I mean, yeah, I probably was like deer in the headlights, like all right, but pretty much immediately like met some good people and realized like. The, the pressure aspect of it wasn't there like just because right. you showed up doesn't mean you have to partake in anything so i was like okay cool uh you know <laughs> like i'm gonna try not to stare at your tits while we're talking or uh, like <laughs> checking out those pubes you know but um, <laughs> uh, yeah i don't know like i sure i'm a little bit shy but like in the sense of being like intimidated by that stuff might not take it like i enjoy being an observer mm-hmm. yes um i'm a voyeur too yeah <laughs> and, and people watching and all that too so it's kind of like i get a kick out of it in a way oh yeah um i don't know and you just see like random like all right dude's just you know chilling walking up the steps like butt-ass naked and you know having a normal time i was like you normally just see that at home with yourself you know right (laughs) so it's it's an experience to have yeah yeah so what kind of kinks are you into brendan (laughs) i don't know (laughs) these things i mean that's that's a that's a pretty forward question yeah um well uh let's participate in the kink night yes every third yes so friday what am i personally into um Man, I, I, what am I not into? I feel like is the, is the, is the real question. Yeah. I mean, like <laughs> you said, Shibari earlier. Shibari, um, so sadism, masochism, um, um, sensory play, um, like uh, watching, um, cuck holding, um, I, I mean, the, the most of them that you can name. There's, there's. There's hard limbs I have, but like 
I'm pretty open. I mean, I've done a lot of lot of things. There's things still I haven't done yet. But so are... how did you lay these all on her? <laughs> well, that's exactly yeah. it. It's, it's yeah. slowly. That's a lot. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's very slowly. So right. it's just not like, and that it is a lot. Like I said, a lot of people that we meet in this lifestyle are just like the, they've explored a lot of this, and then they expect you to have like already done these things or and like be on that same level. Same level. And so I get it. And like. It is nice to meet people that are on that same level and that you don't have to do that. But you also have to be aware that people aren't always there. So, right. like, you know, and I think that's a huge thing is is being aware, having those important conversations of, hey, like, you know, where are you, what have you done and uh, what are you comfortable with? What are your hard no's, you know, and those right. those things that are important conversations to have before you, like, break out the whips and tie them up and right. be like, oh, like, is this okay? You know, mm -hmm. right? I don't so. think there can be enough conversation, honestly. Like, I think mm -hmm. it's always is too much is is better <laughs> than not mm -hmm. enough, because what could be a soft swap to me and Kenji could be something totally different to another couple. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, understanding those boundaries and understanding what every person that's going to be involved is comfortable with is really, really important. Mm -hmm. Um, but it also is what makes a lot of our relationships much better because we have mm -hmm. to have so much communication. Right. Right. And yeah. especially you, you coming with the, from the kink background. Right. You know, like exactly. we talk to a lot of people and they they cover everything. Yeah. Oh you know, yeah. kink is very for, thorough. Yeah, and ask for permission for everything. You right. know, yeah. so which is really cool. I'm always yeah. impressed by the amount well, of consent. Well, and that's exactly yeah. it. Is that that's that that's the community, and that's I think what's lacking a lot of time. Well, that I've seen is like the kink community is great with consent. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's the thing with the communities that they're or the lifestyle a lot of times is just a lot more lax on the, on the consent thing mm -hmm. and Agreed. um mm -hmm. and I don't know necessarily why that is and I know you've got you've had other people on here that have talked about this as, as being a problem how do we fix that but mm -hmm. um yeah I think it's 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 asking all those important questions and going slow and understanding like this is where you're at all right mm -hmm. so we're not going to you know go balls to the wall and right. um introducing you know dipping your toes into it and if you like it then great and that's part of what i love doing at the ranch and like doing the kick nights is like introducing people to new things and slowly doing that in mm -hmm. um whatever way that is and if oh you like this well like let's progress to the next level and like see if you like this and mm -hmm. like that's how you should do it but you know a lot of people do, don't know how or don't realize that that's not necessarily the, you know, like just throwing someone at something like that's not the right way to do it. So, right. Um, but you got lucky because you got a good teacher because he's into a lot of stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so this has been like taking a class for you, I imagine. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. Well, that's the like whole reason why. Like an ongoing sex ed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's the whole reason why we're dating is because I saw that like in her. I like I knew what I wanted and like what I was looking for. And when I met her, I didn't know necessarily. Well, that's why first of all put it all on the table second like you know then like saw that she was able to handle that okay so then you know can you learn do you want to do these things can mm -hmm. i see like that potential like you can you know want to explore these things with me in the in the future mm -hmm. here that's when i was like okay now like devote my time want to be like you know this is worth yeah, like a partnership putting energy, and putting yeah. energy yeah, into and everything. So that's hot. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's hot. <laughs> so yeah, I mean that's uh, that's how you find the right person. You know, yeah. it's right. it's 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 seeing like, all right, you're not closed-minded in this. You want to explore more, and um, and even though she's not at your level yet, mm -hmm. she's open to either getting there or you know meeting you at somewhere in the middle <laughs> exactly yeah. exactly and mm -hmm. um so yeah i mean it's uh <laughs> yeah it's the the whole reason why this is the why this is working you know yeah. and why okay. we're yeah so so sorry no that, go ahead uh, uh, so now that you've explored like what are you finding yourself into it's mm. <laughs> <laughs> a good one yeah. definitely like knots i enjoy being tied up mm -hmm. Um, I do enjoy the idea of like, uh, like man on man play as well. Okay. Like for that really turns me on because like for a long time, I never thought that would be something I'd be into. Okay. Um, is it just the voyeurism of it? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And it's like very kind of like 
you know, like behind closed doors type of oh, yeah. what I've always thought of it as. So like being able to be introduced to us, like, all right, cool. <laughs> I guess. So yeah. would you consider yourself kind of a cuck queen? Maybe? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Like, okay. I, pretty much open or, you know, I don't, yeah. I don't really know. I don't have a good definition for myself in that sense. Right. Yeah. She's GGG. <laughs> <laughs> so you like the rope play. Mm-hmm. You like watching the man on man. Is there anything else in the kink community that you were surprised that you found that you liked? Hmm. I mean, I can definitely take some spankings and... And give them. Yes. <laughs> oh, for yes. sure. Oh, uh-huh. yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh-huh. There's also another thing to get into that turns me on of this like, idea of giving to a guy. Like, that, that I think, is, like, super sexy. I don't know. And really? I'm oh, like, yeah. mm-hmm. Okay. I would love to do okay. some strap-on. I don't know. I okay. never have, and, like, I, I love that idea. Um, <laughs> uh-huh. I think you have a volunteer. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. So, um, so yeah. it's been fun for you. It yes. has. It it definitely has. Like being like burnt or like physically hurt, drawing blood and stuff like that isn't for me. Like I don't think I'd enjoy that. Um, and I know I do have some like claustrophobic esque. Um, qualities oh, to yeah. me that's been passed down for like my mom and my grandma and stuff too so I think there's some things about like I like being tied up like having my hair pulled but like to the point of not being able to move and not being like okay I'm good I'm good this is it Man. that that aspect of it freaks me out a little gotcha mm-hmm. gotcha so yeah. that also has to go with consent and knowing doing it with somebody I'm comfortable with that yes. they would back off if I wanted them to back off. Uh, so right, uh, mm-hmm. safe word, safe word. Yes, absolutely. Fuck yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. So what kind of boundaries have you guys set up? Would you guys consider that you're in an open relationship or that you're just more? I'd say we're monogamish. Actually, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, is uh, is I think would be the word for it. Um, I I've exp- my my past has been poly, um, you know, open. I I've done a lot of those relationships, and um, through those I've learned like personally, like this is what I like, this is what I don't like, this is what I can handle, and um, what I've always looked for is someone who I could like have where I can grow and like have there and want to do these things with me versus like let's go off and do our own thing, like you know whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, I'm sure probably that is going to be like, you know, open and closing flower where like, we're going to have this closed relationship, explore together, do this together. And then maybe after a while, we're going to then open that up again and like, you know, Mm -hmm. be comfortable with going off. But it's, it's something where you got to have that foundation. You got to build that together. You got to like, and some people can just, just go right into it and be comfortable with you know going off and still have that trust that they have with their partner and everything but it's it's something that most people should build a foundation should you know and um agree yeah and wholeheartedly yeah (laughs) right we're not we're not married we haven't been married for 10 years or anything like that you know so Mm -hmm. we're still in the beginning stages of building that foundation and doing that and so it's and and like going back to the people that are pushy and aren't like let's fuck you know like those mm-hmm. people you know that that we're not at that level because we're not y- you have to go slow and also like have that awareness of like where are you at like and ask mm-hmm. these questions first instead of again consent and and the, the people in this lifestyle need to have a little more of that right. a lot of times and um so that awareness and those questions it's even good when they're brought into the bedroom like even if you've had the conversation before you go Mm -hmm. into the bedroom and and they know what you're comfortable for just checking in with the other people Mm -hmm. and making sure like okay you know periodically throughout the play like are you still good are mm -hmm. we still and that's (laughs) why again like going back to just getting to know people and getting to know Mm -hmm. someone like you you, like we personally for us i feel like we we have you know the first times we meet a couple or meet whoever that we might play with or we might have these experiences with we need to like have at least like two to three just like non let's take our clothes off non like sexual mm-hmm. you know experiences first to like at least get to know them and have that trust that we build up and like is this person worth like doing this stuff with even right. versus just jumping into it like this wasn't great and now like this person ran up like runs off with this thing that I just gave them which you know you just don't feel good about like right. and so um 
it's yeah it takes it takes some time that some people aren't patient enough to to do so so when exploring the monogamish side how do you typically meet people well, I mean, we yeah, we're at the ranch, yeah, the um, ranch so there's <laughs> that's, yeah. mm-hmm. and again, like there's people that like, we we had people that just you know just hit us up and like, how do I know you? And they just <laughs> they get our our numbers or they meet someone mm-hmm. and they you know and that's how those thing things I guess happen. But okay, um, yeah, I, I don't know. It's just it, so it, it's still more in person for you versus like online or yeah. things like that. Definitely, mm-hmm. yeah, it's definitely in person, and yeah. um, you know if. If she says no, then it's no. If mm-hmm. I say no, then mostly yeah. like I'm, I'm pretty. I don't, it takes a lot for me to say no, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. where I'm very picky. I'm Typical like perfect guy. storm type of girl. So okay. yes, she's okay. yeah. mm-hmm. I'm right there with you. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. it, uh, I, you know, you guys were talking about how like the women are the people in charge here. Mm-hmm. In, yeah. in this world, and and it is, and, and there's reason there's reasons for that, but it in you you just have to respect that and mm-hmm. understand that like that's just how it's gonna go. So, yeah. it, I, I just you know attribute it to like you know like comfortableness and you know like just everything you know. Well, and especially all because shit. like my my background versus hers like yeah like I I can handle a lot of this but she's still new into getting introduced to it so mm-hmm. it's it's just like yeah she yeah yeah mm-hmm. it's a lot it, to it, explore and it's a lot to take in yeah mm-hmm. so so let me ask you this. I know you've run into partners of his in the past or their current partners or things like that. How did that make you feel initially coming from a monogamous background? Um, well, to say least, his ex is a piece of work. I was nothing but <laughs> nice to her and she totally disrespected me. So I hate oh, to like, I would no. never be rude to somebody, but like that yeah. girl, no, uh, oh, I don't owe her any sympathy, any right. kindness at all. Oh, so God. she gets none of that for me. I was nice to her mm-hmm. and despite, you know, I always believe in giving people a chance and everything like that, too. So that was her. That's, right. like, one specific person. I haven't met any other people. So, like I said, I, I looked at it with an open mind. I gave her a shot, and she fucked me over. So, oh. you know. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry to hear yeah, that. Yeah, it's okay. That's a hard part of it. Yeah. But it's it's good that you guys have the ability to be open about it and, mm-hmm. and know that you're not putting up with Because disrespect – yeah, no, I don't put it, up with a mm-hmm. second. <laughs> like, yeah. and he knows this. It doesn't matter what you're coming, how you're approaching me. Mm-hmm. If you're doing it in a disrespectful way, you're not going to get anywhere. Sure. And, mm-hmm. and I mean that on all levels. Today I got a fucking dick pic. I'm so tired of dick pics. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, like, dying, dying. Yeah. Getting ready, all and she, she comes in all. I'm like, <laughs> you wouldn't believe what I just got, and I'm all. Unsolicited what? dick pics. Is it just like suck. there's yeah. the dick? Yes. Like that's it. What? It's like what? it's like <laughs> what? hey, I put, so the, funny. I put the show out there. Hey, we we launched a new episode this week. Everybody listen to it. I get a response. I loved the episode. Oh, great! Thanks for the feedback. You know, I'm I'm glad to hear from a fan. Sure. Close it. The next message, I open it up, and it's a dick pic. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? Like, I still don't understand it with guys, like, that it's like, oh, yeah, that's what I want. Like, right. yeah, like, I want this dick pic. No, like, right. I do not. What, what the fuck is if, going yeah. through his head, dude? If like, there is a, if there is some reason that I decide that I want to know what your dick looks like, I will ask you mm-hmm. for their picture. But it's Please just, don't. goes back to, like, sure. foreplay and sex. It's just like, well. You you have you have foreplay. You know what foreplay is? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Just like, that's right. it. That's literally that's literally the couple right there. That's like, hey, what a fuck? You want to fuck? Right. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. And it just immediately great, goes to that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. And it's a great way to like you know filter people that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. And so I, I guess he didn't get my my tone or my reaction because I was like, damn it, dude. And he goes, you like it, huh? And I'm like, <laughs> no, no, it's the exact opposite. Yeah. Like you just fucked any chance that you have. Mm-hmm. And now you're blocked because he couldn't respect me enough to not send me a fucking picture yeah. of a nasty dick. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> yeah. And I don't care what your dick looks like. Mm-hmm. Like dicks are, I'm sorry, women are lucky. Dicks are ugly. <laughs> women yeah. have beautiful parts. Sure. I was wondering if there would be an equivalent of the woman's dick pic. It's like just no. unsolicited pussy pic. I don't think they'd no. love it. They, yeah, yeah right? exactly. Like, That's right. true. Can I get another one? Right. Yeah, yeah exactly. Different angle. Different yeah. Angle. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there you go. <laughs> you know what it is? An unsolicited child pic. Yeah, yeah there, oh, you there you go. There you go. Breastfeeding or something. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. <laughs> but no, 
no, I don't blame you. Like, disrespect yeah. won't mm-hmm. put up with it, yeah. whether it's from, you know, in person mm-hmm. or. You know, if, if guys have the self-control to, like, just, like, not just put all, flood the internet with mm-hmm. the dick pics, we could right. actually, like, use that as, like, a, oh, like, here's now a dick pic. Like, you know, instead of just, like, yeah, there, there's no. dicks, dick pics everywhere, right. and, mm-hmm. and you're not something that it's it's something you just you're not looking forward to because you see them all the time. And it's just right. yeah, <laughs> the world's oversaturated with dick pics. Yes, <laughs> we need to like yeah. figure out a way. To, yeah, no, it's never gonna happen. But uh, you know, the ranch has kind of done that for me because mm-hmm. prior to the lifestyle, I was always really open with my sexuality and didn't have a problem with with strip clubs or things like that. Mm-hmm. Even though I didn't know that the lifestyle like really. I knew it existed, but I didn't know where it existed mm-hmm. here in Colorado. And now I'm like, why would I go to a strip club and pay to see these cities when I can go to the ranch and sure. see them all day for free? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and so in a weird way, it's changed. Like the openness of it and taking away that nudity has changed a lot of things that I used to enjoy because mm-hmm. I like strip clubs. I like going to get mm-hmm. I like well, that dancing. one of the great things <laughs> yeah. that, um, that I've found with the ranch that was really fun and I loved was the Sunday fun days where you go there and it was a different vibe where it's not just like, oh, like, Partying you know, mm-hmm. party, like, let's fuck, like, let's go to the basement sort of thing. It's like, you know, everyone's hanging out outside. Let's, like, have fun. Mm-hmm. Like, you know. It's conversations. Conversations. Yeah. Like, it's more of what what the regulars that go there were like, what, what the ranch was like before all these new people came in where it was just, like, more just – the community part, right. like the community mm-hmm. part that was fun. And then like sometimes you could just enjoy, you know, people having sex and you could watch whatever. And like it, it had that or you could just be walking around naked and it was just fine. You know, it was right. just mm-hmm. – and so that's that's the different experience that a lot of people that are especially new don't realize like what Sundays are. And um, that, you know, I I think those are the days that I love the most about going there was when – you know, people were just normal, and maybe you're naked, maybe you weren't, but you didn't care, you know. And, right. Um, so, yeah, like. It's more of a house party vibe on those days, I feel like. Yeah. And it, it's more intimate. It's more, I don't know, just the conversation in general is better, but also people are more sober, and I think yeah. that yeah. helps a little too. Mm-hmm. Because you'll find, especially with new people that go to the ranch or things like that, they're they're nervous, and so yeah. mm-hmm. they are looking for that liquid courage. Or there's that. There's <laughs> expectations as well. Yeah. Like, all right, right, I'm paying this money to be here. Like, am I going to see some sex? Am I going to have sex? Like, or you know, whatever. They don't know. They don't know what mm-hmm. to expect. So they're just there to just I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, getting more drunk because they're just nervous and don't know what to do. Right. So, <laughs> so what did you think the first time that you went to the ranch? Oh, um, it was so different I than did tell what, her I, what I pictured. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, it was very different than what I imagined, and I was pleasantly surprised by like the like rusticness of it inside. Mm-hmm. And then, um, like the, we like, were old cabin feel. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And then we were downstairs doing massages, so that's the first time I came and I was like his assistant, helping him with that. Oh. Um, and like also for me, it's super flattering because I feel like in general, it's like. I'm a lot younger, maybe like mm-hmm. one of the younger people there. So like I got hit on a lot and like like I said well, for me it's you're gorgeous. super yeah. flattering. <laughs> so, <laughs> I was always kind of very cocky and I was like, oh yeah, like this is you know, it was great. Um and like I said, I didn't feel pressured or anything like that either. So I had a I had a good time, like another deer in the headlights type situation. Like, okay. No. So you no. said it wasn't your expectations. What did you When he oh. was describing a sex club, I was imagining this like you're dark right kind of it. like mysterious like like almost oh, like a dungeon thing, thing, huh? yeah. 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 yeah almost like a dungeon type yes, of shit absolutely. Huh? Like, oh my god okay. like, yeah. oh, and there are yeah. places like that yeah and, but there are we're gonna go to those places in Germany but yeah you know, <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I can definitely show you but yeah. <laughs> but this one is much more I don't know neighborhood bar yes yeah this is Americanized mm-hmm. yeah. Colorado Americanized right. uh, sex club yeah. you know mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Under Lodge. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, I have a question for you guys. Uh, have you been to anywhere else like the ranch anywhere else? We've uh, been to Vegas. lots of clubs in, mm. in different states. I wouldn't say anything has come close to the ranch, unfortunately, yet. Mm. I think we're very blessed that we have one of the best um, yes. in the country. Oh, my yeah. God. Um, I think there's definitely a ton of room for improvement. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
you know, across the board. There's oh my god, this community well, you're is so up huge. Your own clubs. Yes, yeah. yes. yes. There, you go. there you go. Yes. So this community is so huge, and it's yeah. growing so much, mm-hmm. and especially with. You know, you guys are young, but even the next generation after you guys, mm-hmm. they're so much more open to alternative relationship styles, mm-hmm. to different sexual, you know, orientations, all right. that stuff. Yeah. That's, right. Yeah. It's, the more world culture is, it, 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 it helps with, you know, having people that come out, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, well, identify in this way. And mm-hmm. also, yeah, we're not in that culture anymore. Where like, if if you wanna if you wanna sleep with a girl, if you wanna sleep with a guy, and you're a guy, like it's it's okay now, mm-hmm. right? And so it's it's nice to now be in that you know living in that time, yeah. um, mm-hmm. open time, exactly. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and, it, yeah. or having you know like yeah, we're a thruple. Oh, mm-hmm. okay, cool. You know, right. mm-hmm. and all three of you guys can hold hands in public, and no one's like, what's what's that about? Yeah. Yeah. Right. What's so, so funny is like when you see those people that are like, those are like the weird people now. You know, know. you're like, dude, what the I fuck? Know. Like everybody's cool with it. They're like, dude, what the fuck is wrong with you? They're the, mm-hmm. the mask. Oh, whatever. Yeah. 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 That. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yes. Uh, no, so. the, the openness is, is what we need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just more love in general in this mm-hmm. world is what exactly. We need. It's like we should all love each other and have right. th- mm-hmm. not have those uh, those. Uh, well, first of all, not have those expectations, not also have those preconceived like, you know, this is what it, it, the world should be, and you're not doing that thing that yeah. I think is what it should be. So I'm mm-hmm. gonna be angry at that. You know. Right. And dude, why should, am I gonna be angry at your relationship? Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know. How if am I you, doing anything with what are you sure. doing? Dude, if you want right. to add another person or. 20 other people like who the fuck cares Mm -hmm. you know like that's yours stuff not mine and here's the thing we always say we're not against monogamy either Mm -hmm. yeah that's perfect for some people yeah um i love that we have some people that are monogamous or you know they may maybe maybe they've thought about dipping their toe in but they listen to the show and it just makes them come closer to their partner exactly because now they're willing to talk about sex in different lights or talk about different kinks or things that they want to try and they have that door open for them. Mm-hmm. Honest, yeah, and honestly, I was telling her this the last night and I was like, you know, this is why I want to be on the show because like I have like her, so I listen, I used to listen to uh, um, the Savage Lovecast, um, Dan Savage, if you know who that is. Um, and uh, before that, it was um, Loveline with uh, Dr. Drew and <laughs> Adam Carolla. <laughs> And so, like, like I've listened to a lot of shows and stuff like this, and I love how those shows help, like, people not only be more comfortable, but, like, explore more and, like, want to, you know, mm-hmm. you know, dip their toes in it because it's not, it's not necessarily going to be something that is, that has to be scary or that has to be something that draws you apart. It's actually going to probably do the opposite. It's going to bring you together and it's going to help, you know, that relationship because, you know, once you open a door, there's all these other doors that you can go right. into, and right. like, and that's what it is. And but, you know, it's scary because a lot of people like being comfortable. Well, right. you know, you got to be a little bit taken out of that comfort zone to, you know, explore new things that then also then builds a f- puts another block on that foundation mm-hmm. you have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and it just makes it, your life so much better. You're right. so much happier. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> like you said, you can't imagine going a week without having sex. Yeah. Mm-hmm. After like three days, I'm. It's a clear change in my mood and my mm-hmm. attitude and everything he says yeah. it he's like okay we need to we need to do something about this <laughs> <laughs> and it's true like being able to have explore that with a partner mm-hmm. and learn new things together and just make it fun and new every time because mm-hmm. you're trying different well, things i think yeah. makes biggest, it yeah even better mm-hmm. <laughs> the biggest thing is that industry is not just like a blank like sex you know right. it, it's so much more than just like the act of having sex and like that's what's so important of like the guy that sends the dick pic is like it's not just pff, like here i'm gonna stick this in you and then, then that's that's it <laughs> right that's yeah. all it is yeah it's it's uh, and you're gonna love it yeah. <laughs> and i'm not gonna do anything i'm gonna be pretty lazy here right i'm gonna come and it's over you know yeah. it's just like it's so interesting like how the the idea of what the like what you watch in porn is like oh this is what it is and that's mm-hmm. it and it's like it's there's so much more than just that and that's what's so important is to realize that and also like want to explore like you know if you don't come it's okay like right. that that's one of those big things of like if having a partner and and being okay with that and like you 
like I can not come and have almost a better time than coming if it's just like this whole entire sensory palette that I get, mm. right, or mm-hmm. whatever it is, you know, it, because it's it it's it's when you can prolong that intimacy mm-hmm. over a long period of time and like take that in, that's what's actually lasting versus just the like fifty minutes of sex and it's over and then that that's what sex is and you know yeah mm-hmm. the pff, and that's mm-hmm. it yeah. <laughs> So I don't know. That's that's my two cents for for that. But and that's what I've learned over the experiences I've had. I think is that you just need to have more patience, have more uh, awareness of what an MC can be, and mm-hmm. you know explore those avenues. And mm-hmm. you know that 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 can lead to like oh like I really like you know eating this girl's pussy, this girl's pussy, like for example. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, do you want to watch? Like, how does this work? You know, and having mm-hmm. those conversations about, like, you know, dipping your toes in and then talking to your partner. Mm-hmm. Like, right. dipping your toes into whatever it is and then having those conversations. And that's that's where the growth happens because, like, doing it and just thinking that, and I, I, I admit to this, like, we were talking about this last night, was just, like, I sometimes, like, since I've done a lot of these things, I don't realize, like, oh, wait, I need to put myself in your shoes, realize you haven't done this, realize you're not comfortable Mm -hmm. with it, Mm -hmm. and then check in, like, Mm -hmm. on, you know, is this okay, you know, or Mm -hmm. how did you like this, versus just, like, you know, thinking it's no big deal, and so... Mm -hmm. I think that's also really good if there's that, you know, you're not the same level situation, like being able to check in. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, always trying to be like conscious of that moment, you know, which is pretty fucking hard in the mm-hmm. moment. It is. You yeah, know? I, it, that... God, my fucking mind just go. Yeah, like, exactly. And then I'm like, oh, fuck, wait a second, wait a second, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Especially with your strength. I notice when he gets in the moment, like that's when my rib is gonna get broken, mm-hmm. or that's when yeah. my, <laughs> that's when I'm gonna have a, a bruise. Just bruise or, on your fucking yeah. thigh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that's what makes it fun, mm-hmm. and exploring those with your new partner. And I'll tell you, we've been together for twelve years now, and it's still so much fun. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. still some things will happen and uh, new things will happen all the time. And I'm like, Oh, mm-hmm. I didn't even know that could happen or we can do that or that could go there. <laughs> you know, it, yeah, on that note, it's funny you're saying that because the the biggest question I ask people, because yeah, we, we are young. Uh-huh. And um, one of the things I've feared about, like that I'm afraid of is that I've reached the end, you know, I've done all the things and oh, then no. that's it. Mm-hmm. And, and it's something that, well, what? yeah, like, I, but the thing is, is even if you do reach that point, and I've asked this to a lot of couples that are a lot older and, um, you know, like, because we're going to explain this already. A lot of couples that are there, like, you know, I'm 40 and, you know, I've never had any of these things. Mm-hmm. And now I'm exploring it to like also because they've realized, oh, I can actually open up a relationship and, and grow a relationship from it. And so we're young, already starting this, like, is this going to be a problem? Like, should I wait and just like, you know, but what I found the answer was to that was that you'll always find something new you, or mm-hmm. if you've already done all the things, you'll go back to something again. And mm-hmm. like, it continues like the circle of just, you know, finding what you like, exactly. getting more specific yeah. of what mm-hmm. you like. Yeah. Yeah. Or finding something you didn't like before and now you like it. Right. Cause it's always evolving. <laughs> yeah. See? yeah. Oh so yes. Oh yes. Like for all the young listeners that are out there, like it's never going to, reach that end like all right we've done it all right yeah you know, mm-hmm. check check right all right i think i wrapped this up <laughs> yeah it's never gonna end. yeah so it's gonna be a big circle mm-hmm. don't have to worry about it what's the most favorite thing that you've learned so far like in lifestyle uh-huh um something that i kind of enjoyed i feel like this was at an office party was challenging a guy into being like you can spank me but i'm going to spank you back like ah. this aspect of being like mm-hmm. as much as you want to give it what about equality here i want to uh, give it right yes. now yes <laughs> yeah yes um, i know exactly so, oh, i've kind was. of definitely enjoyed challenging mm-hmm. that in a uh-huh. way like Coach sure, Daniels. Sure, I could be submissive. Coach, Coach Daniels. Daniels. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Coach Daniels. Oh, Coach Daniels. Oh. Yeah. Best yard sale find. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Coach Daniels is part of the family now. Yeah. God. <laughs> he has yeah. a fucking heavy hand. Yeah. Yeah. God damn it. Yeah, that is. For sure. For sure. <laughs> so you kind of seem like you have a dom 
kind of fetish that you're looking to explore there. Yeah, I I'm think so. Like, or like sadist. <laughs> right? Maybe, maybe a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. I get kind of like even in normal life, like very testy when it comes to being like, oh, you can't do it because you're a woman. Like that time of stuff will get me pretty riled. Oh. Um, so I find yeah, like yeah, also then being able to explore that in kink or in lifestyle is like pretty exhilarating to say right. the least. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, okay, yeah. If that door opens to me, like I will. If when my I speak some German too. Yeah, I was just gonna say. She looks like she looks like a you know a cute librarian, but you know I feel like she's got some boots hidden in the closet that she's gonna take out and be like, you know, talk to you in German. I can't Uh speak German, so I can't do an impression right now. But I like I'm waiting for the day. Mm -hmm. Show us. Uh Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe on our maybe on your couch confessional. Oh yeah. There we go. Uh (laughs) You can drop a little German on us. Okay. Uh Sure. I'm happy to. Okay. There we go. Yeah. He's already he's already looking. Uh, <laughs> he's, already, uh, <laughs> he's like, are we ready to wrap this up? <laughs> you got some crops in my closet. Love it. We could always call we could always call our friend to bring Coach Daniels over. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's always willing. I know that. Yeah, not just, very far. Just put, him, just put him in the Uber. <laughs> yeah. So what are you looking forward to learning next? You guys have so many things that you've explored together. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, trust. Like, trust is a big thing. And learning to kind of, like, let go of jealousy and stuff like that, which I know is a big part of opening up a relationship. So, um, yeah, that's something I personally just have to work on, like, within myself. So do you guys think that you'll ever explore the marriage route? Well, she, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, nah. Uh, well, I don't she, know. yeah. <laughs> she's, she's already still married, yeah. so I got right. uh, What is that? And then he's like, you know, I, I don't understand. So we're not going to have kids. And so there's that part. And then there's like marriage is like, is that is that important? If that does happen, it's going to mm-hmm. be a long time down the road. And it's just going to be just like, I don't know. I don't find it important or necessary because why why do we have to have this title and thing you know and um much rather be able to just have this relationship that's great and put a title on it you know and I don't, what does that do and it's only for if um my my folks want that and like need that to to have and they've already accepted the fact that you know i am who i am and they don't you know they're open enough to be able to accept that and have that, and they don't need to have that. And also, my sister already had kids, so I don't have to do that route either. <laughs> Bam! So, I mean, yeah, I mean. So we talked well, a little about what, it off Jed, air. What, how do you feel about it? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't really care. Um, I don't really care. It is a title in a sense, but that little girl inside me. So it's like, oh, I want my, you know, fancy mermaid dress to like walk down the, the aisle. Sure. The party. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we talked yeah. about that in, mm-hmm. in er- earlier. Yeah, yep. yeah. Yep. earlier. And it's because it's the fairy tale. It's yeah. the fun. It's totally. the memories of mm-hmm. it and the celebration versus mm-hmm. the paper. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I get Definitely. that. I'm down with that. I'm not down right. with the whole legality of it and all yeah. that. Like the titles, I don't mm-hmm. care about that necessarily. But like, let's have a fucking party. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> yeah. I'm, down I'm always that. down for a fucking party. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. So before we went on air, you talked a little bit about your parents. So you came mm-hmm. out and you're very open with the lifestyle and your sexuality and all of that with them. So Well, you know, yes and no. Okay. Um, <laughs> they... Uh, so I was repressed sexually for a long time. My um, traditional Christian family, I was like, I was in a Bible studies in high school, and um, you know, it, it was it was called less free living. So I was like, you know, you just when you masturbate, you're like, praise Jesus, you know, and that that literally was what you had to think about, like, and um, and I was about that, and I was in it, and. Um, like that it was interesting going from a very christian like i understand and even now like i understand people that are christian nothing against them like i understand that power and that like you know connection but um like the just blank you can't do anything i didn't like that i and and so it was repressed i couldn't watch porn couldn't figure out like anything sexually could only have one partner could not touch another man you know there's just so many rules with that that then 
I just was like, I can't do this. I need to, I need to be able to be free and explore. And like after I left, floodgates opened. Um, I wasn't a slut in, in college, but I definitely was just like slowly finding it. And then I had a slut week, and then I was like, okay, now like this is what sex is. And a slut week. <laughs> yeah, it was like it was bad, but um, it's like Spirit Week before the big game. Yeah. <laughs> yes, hell yeah. Uh, it's slut week. Slut week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it was uh, it was in that was in college, and then actually after college, like I still was pretty good in college, and have all these people. I had a three person rule at one point where I was like three people. That's it, my whole life, and um, I did that up until so- middle of sophomore year, and then slow week happened. <laughs> that was over within two so, days. So, so you got so you got through a year. I got through. Yes, no, I got through two. Two years, two and a half years. But anyways, it yeah, and then it happened, and I was like, all right, it's over. And then that's when I was like, okay, well, I don't have anything on paper anymore that I have to follow. So like, let's let's explore. Mm-hmm. And um, left college, explored more, um, got to where I am now, and then I went back home. Um, when I was younger, where I'm, in, I'm an adult. I like live on my own. My parents still like, you know, they're still who they are, and. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, at the point was, I was at the point where I was like, you know, this is who I am, and I'm gonna be open with you about who I am because there's no reason to hide this anymore. And the only reason, like, yeah, I have a little sister, so I have to like be a good example for her. But she, like, I found out she's been in an open relationship with her boyfriend like for the last two years. Oh wow! And so that was like crazy <laughs> for me to hear about. Well, he's in the military, so like, you know, that's oh, that, there it goes. Mm-hmm. That's one of the reasons. And so like, but I was so proud of her for like being able to do that and that you know they, they were trying to also steer her into the you know christian like your perfect white mm-hmm. robe person and it's like no she didn't she didn't follow that but it was nice that she's growing up and like they have lost like they wanted me to be a good example to her and so that's why she, they had all these restrictions on me still when i was wow. 23 still and so what the fuck it, it doesn't matter anyways um long story short we had a lunch on the deck, and I like I, I was talking to my parents, and I always remember this because I came. It was when I. It's almost like maybe when I was coming out. Well, I guess I kind of came out where I was like, "Hey, I'm in a polyamorous relationship. I'm bi. This is also like what I do. You know, I teach shibari at the sex club, and like they are just like, what? And my mom's <laughs> face was jaw dropped, just like. And then, like, my dad's like, oh, what's your bar? And, like, it's looking on his phone, like, <laughs> interested in it. And it's like, because, like, honestly, like, no, not, like, I'm not going to counsel my parents about their sex life or anything. But, like, yeah, like, that's my, my dad's just, what, what do I do, you know? And, and, mm-hmm. and doesn't know. And it's just like this, it doesn't, I don't want to get into that. But, like, it's just like, <laughs> it's interesting seeing, like, how opening up and, like, exploring new things helps so much to, like, keep that relationship going, like, instead of, like, you know. And keep it strong. Yeah. Yes. It's yes. always exciting. And and I wish I could help, you know, like, and but, like, that's not so, that's not my place necessarily. And I don't think I can do that with my parents, you know. It's not. Right. I, and it's a sad state of affairs because I think when people are having after you stop having sex it's just easier to not do it anymore mm-hmm. yeah and then too much time passes and really the only way to break that cycle is start having sex again and once you start have it, mm-hmm. those hormones start raging again and that drive comes back up and you know it can reignite a relationship but sometimes when you have somebody like your parents who yeah there's married. like my <laughs> two separate bedrooms you know right. like or like and that there's that there's not that intimacy clearly anymore and right. you know and there's other people that i know that do sleep in separate beds too and like it's just like mm-hmm. that that and they're having problems with, but all these people that i know that are doing that are having problems with the relationships mm-hmm. right like and then obviously that's clear because they're sleeping in separate beds but that's also clear because you're sleeping in separate beds like right. that, <laughs> yeah you right. know so it's yeah so oh yeah well at least, <laughs> at least you were able to be authentic to your parents and yeah hopefully... it, w- it felt so good honestly it felt right. so good i mean it's just like any like gay man that's finally come out of the closet like that feeling of here's who i am and right. and that's i think the biggest to your parents mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. um and especially <clears throat> parents that you are afraid of what they're gonna do like but mm-hmm. you know you get to a point where you're like, well, you know, it doesn't matter anymore. I'm an adult, and this is who I am, and I'm confident enough to be like, you know, right. fuck it, mm-hmm. fuck it. 
Danielle, have you came out to your parents? I mean, <laughs> no, they technically they actually don't even know I was married. Oh, wow. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, because it would probably would have killed them. <laughs> um, but they, I feel like they've known, and I've always kind of been black sheep of the family, even though I'm youngest, kind of always youngest, the girl, like, could do no wrong, but, like, I've definitely done wrong, mm. and they've definitely <laughs> caught me. And um, when I moved back to the States, I, I moved in with them here in Colorado because mm-hmm. the pandemic happened and everything as well. So oh, it just shit. financially I made sense. And <clears throat> yeah. so I feel like they also got to know me now and we're kind of like, all right, yeah, she's – I feel like they've given up hope of, like, pressuring me to be this person that they want me to be because they know I'm, exactly, I'm yeah. and very what is it not. And what they want? The, the, the marriage, the kids? The oh, yeah, totally. Big mm-hmm. job, makes money, successful. To them is very drastically different than what successful and, like, life-filling – like, fulfilling is for me. Oh, gosh. So man. They're looking at it from that boomer perspective, oh, huh? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, fuck, exactly. yeah. You got to fucking get uh-huh. your good fucking very yeah. Good so, job. Yeah. 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 Have your kids, yeah. nice house. Oh, all totally. The fucking good shit. And what? it's oh, like, God. I went the like went to school for art, have had multiple partners that they definitely haven't approved of, and I loved that. <laughs> <laughs> and like still am like also not following the cookie cutter route, yeah. according to them. So I... They, they're nice enough and they accept me and they 100% would support me. And, you know, they're if somebody I could always fall back on. But they, I think, know better than to try to mold me into something I'm not. God. So I, I can't appreciate that in that sense because compared to what Brendan's saying, like, my parents were a lot more easygoing and mm. accepting in a way mm. to a certain extent, you know. God. Were they religious? Uh, we were when we were younger. We stopped going, like, they let me decide if I wanted to go to First Communion or not, and I said oh, no, and then okay. we stopped going to church early on when I was young, so what, maybe five, six years old, maybe a little oh, bit wow. older, yeah. Okay. Um, and it's never been very prevalent for us, but, like, I was never allowed to, like, have boys sleep over in the house. I definitely did, got in trouble. Remember once my dad found a boyfriend sleeping in my closet and he, like, kicked him. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> so I, like, Damn. hit him in there, and I was like, all right, you don't fuck I've been with, there. You don't I've fuck totally done the yeah. same thing. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I appreciate it. I have nothing but respect for them. But, the, yeah, I will happily not follow down that yellow brick road that they've right. laid for me. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're making I, your own path. Yeah. yeah, no, totally. And I've been lucky I haven't met, met with too much resistance. Like, more support coming from a different place, but definitely support. So. Mm, that's that's awesome. Right yeah. there. That's awesome. Yeah. Right on. Yeah, cheers to our generation. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like, uh, everyone is accepted. In, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Okay. I know. I love it. Mm-hmm. Love it. Let them be who they are originally. Mm-hmm. You know, don't try yeah. to fucking you know conform people sure yeah Mm -hmm. exactly opportunity is a huge thing now too that i feel like so many people previous generations weren't allowed to explore and like yeah i just i appreciate that so much that you can have younger family members cousins siblings what have you and you kind of like i feel like with some kids especially you know from early on what their gender preferences are what their sexual preferences are and so like so Dude. much earlier even when i was a kid that was suppressed so much and i see it now and you see people who are supporting it and it is mm. like i am just so pleased so happy with it oh gosh mm-hmm. and with kids too like you could yeah. see it you could like obviously mm-hmm. see it like dude your son clearly does not like playing with those fucking cars yeah right. you know oh, absolutely. clearly does mm-hmm. not like come on now stop yeah, fucking let him, let him yeah. explore yeah. the makeup mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> let right. him do that who that cares the fucking yeah. shit neutrality is there yeah yes yeah yeah. What sucks kind of about it is now the younger generations are having less kids. So they're finally mm-hmm. opening up and being more accepting, <clears throat> but then they're having less children. Mm-hmm. And to the point where they've said it could be, it could almost collapse our society because. It's Japan right now. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's one of those things where it's sad because I think as each generation grows, and I've always said, I feel like America is one generation behind like Europe. Mm-hmm. in terms of being open with sexuality and different relationship types and um, just just being more open in general. They're mm-hmm. like a whole generation ahead of us. Mm-hmm. And so we're, we're behind, and now that we're finally catching up, we're slowing down in repopulating our, our 
communities. And so it's kind of, it's kind of one of those things that I think the next generation is going to be smaller, but better. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. And, and as we should, we should always want, I've always hated that boomers, you know, want you to conform to the way that they did it. Yeah. No, times change and it's okay that our, Mm -hmm. I want our kids to be better than us. Right. Like I hope that they Mm -hmm. are more successful, that they make more money than me. I hope that all the things. Right. Better sex clubs than us. (laughs) 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 Dude. Exactly. Dude, but the, but the boomers fucked it up for everybody. They, that's why that's why did. kids aren't having <laughs> fucking kids. Yeah. Boomers right. fucked that shit up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm so happy to see that you guys, you might not have it all figured out, but it sure certainly seems like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, especially with you, with together. Yeah. You're really open in your relationship. You guys seem like you're on the same page and checking in with each other. And I love to see the love that you guys have for each other. Mm. Yeah. I know. <laughs> you guys are fucking amazing together. Yeah, I, <laughs> I loved you before you came yeah. on the show. I know. I love yeah. you after. I love you after. You know it. Uh, you know it. Gosh, stop it. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you guys checked this out, too. I have to shout out Brendan's shirt because yes. it's a pussy Venus flytrap. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks to this one. Uh-huh. 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 That's right. <laughs> That's right. Mm-hmm. All right, issues. If you want more of Brendan and Danielle, check out our Patreon, where you can catch their pink couch confessional. Watch out now! I know. What's Hot gonna stuff. happen? <laughs> and also check out their Fafa, our uh, favorite segment. Oh yeah, coming up. And make sure you go onto our website, monogamishpodcast.com. You can link to all of our socials where you can like, subscribe, and make sure you hit the bell button so you know when a new video comes out on YouTube. There you go. Otherwise, we'll see you guys next week. Bye.